0: Till today, I think my parents are the bravest people I know because there was no reference points. The way I was selling them the party getting in the was unconventional. But they could see the passion, they could see that I somehow know how this thing was going to work. Whether or not they understood it, they had to just trust that this child is passionate about this thing, has spent so much time on this thing, sort of understands it.
1: Some people have the gift to see ahead of their time. And some are willing to take unusual and risky steps to go after what they see. Confidence Tavely told a rather daring path to become who she is today. Welcome to another episode of Experts and African, where we spotlight African tech specialists and their journey from newbie to expert. In this episode, we explore the life of one of Africa's finest cybersecurity experts, Confidence Tavely, and her journey to building CyberSafe Foundation, a company driving cybersecurity best practices across Africa. Especially for the most vulnerable in the society.
0: If I were this get a glossy, I would call myself a cybersecurity queen. <laughs> <laughs> I am a cybersecurity evangelist as well, and I've added on a new heart recently as a cyber talent developer.
1: Confidence learned that the attention that online safety gets today pales in comparison to its importance. So, she thinks if awareness can increase, there's more people interested in helping others stay safe online and even taking it as a career.
0: A lot of the work I do is driving awareness about cybersecurity best practices, especially for the most vulnerable in our society. The big coins, for example, that spend a lot of money on cybersecurity. They have a lot to lose and they realize that it's an important thing really early. But the most vulnerable among us, for example, older people, children, and SMEs may not come to the realization until it's late, until mm-hmm. we become victims. I am building the next generation of cybersecurity professionals to take up opportunities in the cybersecurity industry. Some of the key things I also do personally is to show up and say cybersecurity is an option a path that is in demand. It's also very fun to be in and my visibility also really lends to that. A lot of people get inspired and want to start careers in cybersecurity and I've heard this over and over again. Aside
1: from being strong on the professional front, Confidence is also a G100 Global Chair for Cybersecurity, leading 100 women across 100 countries to ensure women's online safety and give them the opportunity to pursue professional careers. And she has gotten both continental and global recognition doing this. To mention a few, Top 50 Women in Cybersecurity in Africa 2020. Young CISO of the Year Award. The prestigious Cybersecurity Women of the Year in 2021. Kovun works top 10 powerful women in technology in 2021. 100 Most Inspiring Women in Nigeria in 2022. By Leading Ladies Africa. IFSEC Global Influencers in Security and Fire 2021. And she's also an Obama African leader. The Popular Nustry Rhyme good, better, best. I shall never rest until my good is better and my better, best. typifies Confidences Drive.
0: As the founder of CyberSafe Foundation, we have a two-part nation. We're looking to drive inclusion and safe digital access across Africa. And the digital safety of things is really where a lot of our skills, upskilling, reskilling, and then getting people to gain the skills to get started in their career really lies. Mm-hmm.
1: To answer the question of how Confidence got into cyber she calls it an accident. <laughs> it's hard to tell her story without first looking at the odds she had to overcome. Confidence grew up under harsh economic realities, but she can't put her present exploit past her parents' efforts. And this is not because her parents had a privileged background that informed their resolve. They were simply out to make sure their children acquired the best skills that would set them apart from others. No wonder confidence wouldn't miss the chance to speak highly of them.
0: My parents were amazing people. They were wealthy but not rich. When i mean been wealthy, they didn't have money, but they had really lofty dreams about their children and wanted the best for us, but with financially stunted realities that you had to live with every day for their children
1: but then there's another detail that's impossible to miss
0: none of my parents is a graduate my mother for example didn't attend university whatsoever my father doesn't have a bsc he has a diploma so my father really was big on education
1: after a secondary school education her parents compelled her to take a gap year before sitting for jamb which is the nigerian entrance examination for tertiary institutions what confidence thinks in retrospect was that our parents needed time to pull funds together for our undergraduate studies. Now, the direction they were open for their brilliant confidence was either medicine, law, accounting, engineering, or similarly high-ranked industries at the time. Little did they know that a surprising turn of events awaits them. The gap year eventually became a game-changer in confidence's life, was a time when an IT training institute just launched in the south-southern part of the country where she resided. Her parents, in a bid to keep her engaged, enrolled her in that institute for computer training.
0: So that girl and learned computer was what opened my Padua box. I went there and got introduced to computing, to
1: coding. What if I told you the excitement in Confidence's voice as she narrated this part of her experience was as vivid as what she might have felt 13
0: years ago. First day they showed me how to code. I could create things, I could write script in C, in C-sharp, in Java. As I could, I just knew that medicine was not my colleague. This is where it got interesting.
1: Software engineering was quite unpopular at the time in her vicinity, so she had to find a creative way to convince her parents about her newly found future ambition.
0: I knew how to use power, but I didn't have a computer to take home and do it. So I did my slides on cardboards and I presented to my parents how tech was the future. And I showed them how passionate I was about this and how it was going to be the future.
1: With an admission letter to study medicine at the university already with her, she needed her parents to come on board with what looks like a ridiculous idea that involves forfeiting her admission, and continuing her training at the institute to get a diploma certificate in software engineering and then going abroad for her first degree in software engineering. For a household with a less than ideal income level, the possibility of funding this dream was far from reality, but they trusted her decision. Confidence says she considers this bravery on their part. After completing the diploma course, she took an IT role at a government establishment.
0: At that time, I started helping the government house, I was building their website, I was maintaining their server. Meanwhile, she already got an admission to study Information Technology
1: and Business Information Systems at Middlesex University, London, but there was no funding. In a twist of fate, opportunity met preparedness a top executive who noticed that problem-solving skills recommended her for a government-sponsored scholarship opportunity. And she got it. She went and made a first class in the first degree. Then she got another scholarship for master's at the University of Bradford, where she graduated with a distinction. But when did this switch happen? It was during my
0: master's. When I was picking electives, I had the option of picking a lot of courses. I realized that the courses I had As a it's very similar to my first degree. I I derive my adrenaline from challenges. I need something that is going to keep me very excited and on my feet. That's exactly how it works for me. So I went for the one that wasn't familiar. And the one that had this word on the street that, man, is so tough. So I went for that cryptography course and that was it. Cryptography was my entry into cybersecurity. From there,
1: she began self-studying and with the help of a mentor, she told this career path and continued in it to date. Between 2013 and 2015, Confidence served as state government to drive digital literacy, but there were no opportunities to effectively utilize her professional skills in cybersecurity. Before fully focusing on her company, CyberSafe Foundation in July, 2019, Confidence worked in companies where she could use her set, especially in cybersecurity consultancy, threat management, and research. Behind any successful business is someone who has an idea and is ready to do everything it takes to bring it to life. And that is what confidence is to all the five initiatives she currently runs. By the way, the idea for CyberSafe Foundation came to confidence in the most unusual way.
0: At the time, I was doing a bit of cybersecurity awareness, but not really strongly. Aware. My mom became a victim of cybercrime. Again, I saw how it impacted her, how we tried to get her to recover. So I just knew that I wanted to ensure that more and more people do not experience this.
1: With a decision to take awareness seriously, she brainstormed with her partner to get a name. And no go for MAGA. Which is loosely translated as Don't Become a Victim, came to be the name of an initiative that, three years down the line, has helped thousands of people escape cyber fraud through online campaigns and market
0: tours. We're looking at really innovative ways to drive awareness around cyber security and making people see the importance of it in the first place and how it applies to them as individuals and helping them take actionable steps to become safer online. But we need to see the way that's overwhelming.
1: These campaigns were done either through memes, videos, songs, and especially by utilizing social media platforms. Initially intended to be the company's name, it was hard to register No Go Fall MAGA as a corporate entity. After another brainstorming session, CyberSafe Foundation was born, and the registration as a legal entity was successful. But No Go Fall MAGA remained an initiative under the company.
0: In retrospect, that was the best thing that happened to us, because if we sat down and it was only cybersecurity awareness we were doing, we would have realized that that name would have been able to cover the breadth of what we're currently doing, because there are many other gaps that we needed to fill that that name would have helped us do.
1: Aside this initiative, CyberSafe Foundation has five other initiatives or programs targeted at different segments of the society. One of them is Cyber Girls aimed at training and mentoring young women between 18 and 28 years in cybersecurity skills for free. It now serves young girls in six other African countries outside Nigeria and also facilitates jobs for them. Another one is Shine Your Eyes, a senior citizen version of No Go For MAGA. Then there is Cyber Smart Child a program that finds novel ways to teach children cyber safety. Then there is DigiGirls, which teaches digital skills, setting the trainees all for employability and forming the basis to understand cyber safety. And finally, the Enugu Cybersecurity Learning Program, that is done in collaboration with the Enugu State Government. The decision to become a founder was necessary for Confidence as she didn't see anyone doing something similar that she could have volunteered for or probably collaborated with. In a way, she might have imbibed her mom's entrepreneurship spirit. Confidence was willing to take the risk of running a non-profit organization in such an industry. But why is she offering so much for free? Her, the plan is to democratize access to learning these skills for those people who could otherwise not afford it.
0: I have a history of not being able to afford things that have changed my life. Mm. So for me, that's very personal as well. If I didn't get what I got at the time when I, you know, I will not be here. And I'll give you an example. We had a girl who came through our program, did not use a computer. Today, she's a very skilled pen tester. She's currently working for a top cybersecurity consulting firm. That girl doesn't have a degree yet. When she finished her program, she was top 1% of global game platform.
1: And that is only one of the hundreds of lives that have been changed. Digi Girls, for example, has trained 6,000 people. If anything, this is confidence's major drive to want to do more. She's proud of the progress they've made so far in terms of getting funding, support, and collaboration from all over the world. Notable mentions include the U.S. Department of State, the UK government, Facebook, and some Nigerian state governments. Explaining why she thinks cybersecurity is unpopular in this part of the world,
0: first, it's an industry that really thrives on trust, and it's still a growing industry. A bunch of the jobs are not advertised; they're just referrals, and that's why cybersecurity community is very helpful.
1: Confidence is involved in several roles at CyberSafe Foundation, which include developing learning content and ensuring quality control, managing partnerships, and leading a threat intelligence team. Outside CyberSafe, she teaches, consults, does research work, and accepts speaking opportunities. Now, how does she juggle all this?
0: So, for me, my calendar is my gospel. That's how every hour in the day, in the daytime is unaccounted for. Also, behind her is a supportive
1: partner, a capable executive assistant, and a committed team that makes her work less stressful. She's proud of how she's keeping it all together, but she still wants to do more.
0: I want to do more leadership programs. I've started with some of them, but I really want to do more certifications that are leadership inclined in my sector.
1: Confidence admits to having her own share of being underestimated, especially with stereotypes around women that look a certain way. She's, however, learning the art of negotiating better to avoid being undervalued because of her past kind gestures.
0: I want to stay in my glory, but stay humble and accessible, but not taking advantage of taken for granted. For confidence,
1: the idea of getting a work-life balance is tricky because you might not always know if the time you are allocated to a part of your life is ever enough. So she's of the opinion that people should instead focus on seasons
0: life will have different requirements at different times
1: she advises young people to chase whatever makes them happy and watch every other day become fulfilling to unwind confidence spends time with family and friends either indoors or outdoors thank you for listening to expert on africa i am Uluwani Kolawole. wale This is a production of TechPoint Africa. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, share and drop a review. For more stories on startups and innovation in Africa, please visit techpoint.africa.